Kamadu. This is ResKid Turned Professional with your host, Ashley Hemmers, a Native American podcast dedicated to new, current, and future tribal nation builders. Here we will speak on all things tribal nation building. We're talking management, Indian policy, positive tribal mindsets, and growing wealth. So welcome, share us with your friends, and maybe even your leaders as we explore ideas to help level up results in tribal communities. Loving our vibe? Share this podcast to your social media. And if you're listening on Apple's podcast, please consider posting a review to help get our voice across Indian country more quickly. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Tribal Reclamation and check us out on the web at reskidturnprofessional.com to sign up for our free newsletter, Reclamation. I appreciate you coming on this journey with me to help nation builders nation build. Welcome, everybody, and thank you to all my nation-building relatives for tuning in to another episode from across Indian country. My name is Ashley, and I am the host of ResKid Turned Professional, a Native American podcast dedicated to new, current, and future tribal nation builders. I hope you all had a great holiday season. If you're following me on Instagram at Tribal Reclamation, I know we had such a fun month highlighting Indigenous-owned businesses and kicking off our first 12 days of tribal nation building, where we shared 12 tips on leadership, motivation, mindset, and rest for all of our nation-building relatives across these internet streets. It was a fun series, and I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoy the holidays, though. Not so much Halloween, and with Native American History Month being so busy, I look forward to decorating and making my space cozy. I live in the desert, though, so I mean not that cozy. It was a beautiful winter this winter. Only got cold a couple of times, but I did bust out a couple of cute beanies and ordered a hot cocoa a couple of times, too. We're filming this episode as we wrap up the year, and what a year it has been. It has definitely been a year of growth and reflection for me. If 2022, if 2020 was an earthquake, 2021 was looking at the mess while getting hit with aftershocks. I'm hoping 2022 is a little better, but I saw this reel on Instagram that went something like, when you say Happy New Year and realize next year is 2020, and then they paused and dramatically said two, so like 2022. (laughs) I loved it so much. I'll probably remix it for the gram. But really, I am grateful for all of the intergenerational trauma training that's been around. It's definitely helped me keep things in perspective. And I've never been one for that type of training. I've always been on that kind of positive momentum, thinking about the future. And I'm definitely there in that indigenous joy space. But there's something to be said for this type of training. The training is usually centered to combat the aftermath of trauma like addiction and violence that we see in Native communities. And honestly, when I looked at the news this year and saw these things peeking through in other communities and folks talking about what it was in my own anti kind of side eye way, I was like, "Mm -hmm. you see, you see, because unfortunately, Native communities have dealt with trauma responses continuously since colonization. And it's just kind of been an ongoing trigger. And luckily, a number of Indigenous scholars and advocates have dedicated their lives to identify, document, and help provide practical application like 
like these trainings to help communities who have had to work through their trauma responses that impact their tribal communities to such a degree that it almost cripples them. And that type of work is not just hard work, but heart work. It takes a lot of commitment. The science requires reflection. And because each community is different, the application takes a lot of meta thinking and even some good medicine, if you're lucky, not only because each community is different, but because it must be centered around the individual and every person responds to trauma differently. And it's been interesting to kind of see those themes emerge um, throughout this pandemic for other communities as well. As a practitioner, I often discuss the importance of remembering that our work is people work with my team. Understanding that this is not an easily quantifiable area. I mean, how can you quantify people, right, outside of just how many there are? Um, But that's kind of not what we're doing. It helps keep these things in perspective on those hard days and it helps my team keep us pushing towards not just like I said these numerical goals but what our true community impact is and what it could be. I believe I mentioned it before, but in a different time, I was a historian, and I'm sure you can already guess, yes, of U.S. and Western expansion. So I know a thing or two about U.S. presidents, their interactions with Indian policy, you know, the whole shebang. Anyway, there's this quote by JFK that reads, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. I've always loved this quote, but after managing other leaders for the past few years, I've come to understand it more. Being open to learn is instrumental as a leader. It helps you keep your eyes ahead to make sure your team is on target. It allows you to be open to feedback in case you need to course correct, and it also allows you to be adaptable in case circumstances change or new things arise. I know for me, this has been the case for the past two years. I remember from going to one-to-one contact with my programs deep in the heart of our community, all the way to being shut down and being shut down for more than a year. Talk about not being able to touch, right, to touch, feel, or see the impacts that you're making or even think about how this could hinder the impacts that you have already made and whether or not they'll survive the lack of contact. And I think that's why planning and taking a look back is so important. I mean, planning and corresponding strategies help leaders avoid getting lost when things get tough. Making sure to activate those plans allows your team to feel a sense of security, which then helps inspire them to remain motivated. That motivation gives you the inertia needed to chip away at those big dreams in your community. So one usually can't happen without the other. And what I've found is that instead of it being lineal or even in a bell form, for those of you who are statisticians out there with ups and downs, it's more cylindrical. Now bear with me. It will go forward, or at least from my experience and what I've seen in the greater part of the last decade is that it will go forward and then dip, then a sudden swing back. And if you have a plan in place, the plan will be there to have enough movement for it to go forward again. But you're always going to get those dips and swings. And that's why we see this kind of cylindrical movement forward. 
And so when we talk about growth within my organization or when I speak a bit about it with my team, we definitely keep in mind that planning and strategies are important, not so much because we're looking at accomplishing things in a lineal way. I mean, it would be great if that would happen. But like I said, we're in the people impacting business and to impact people, it's impacting lives. And so our quantification is a little bit different. But I do have some major goals for the upcoming year that I've been reflecting on and so I'd like to share them right here with our community. Now just a disclaimer, I don't really focus so much on annual goals. I like to focus on um, quarterly goals or five-year goals, long-term strategies, but annual goals, they're more kind of elusive to me, but you know, I'm just going to throw some out there. They're more like running targets of what I want to feel like towards the end of this year, how I want to feel at the end of this year, and then whether or not I get there, the strategies change. That's just me as a strategist, but that's That's how things work in my world. So the main goal for this year is to be more present with our community. I want to hit at least 10 episodes by our anniversary date um, for tribal reclamation, and that will be in March. I'm so excited. I have so much planned for our community in March, and I hope you stay with me until then. And then finally, for Res Kid Turn Professional Podcast, I want to hit 25 episodes by our one-year anniversary in September. I do have a couple of interviews lined up with tribal game changers that I'm looking forward to in 2022. So keep a lookout for that, you know, get cozy, um, get in the vibe and definitely share this with your friends. So as we continue to grow, they have access to the strategies and the experiences that we will be journeying through this next year. And like I said, while it is the end of the year, more importantly, it's the end of the quarter. And if you followed me for any amount of time, I think quarterly visioning, especially for tribal nation builders, is so instrumental in being able to achieve goals. I have been in this business long enough to know that quarterly 90-day goals help you achieve impact in a faster way, mostly because they're more flexible, they're more adaptable. I can go on and on. Actually, I will go on and on in a new episode in the new year about goal setting, but I want to be able to kind of look back at our quarterly vision too. I've actually put our um, vision guide for Tribal Nation Builders on the website at at reskidturnedprofessional.com. That's R-A-Z-K-I-D turnedprofessional.com. And I've digitized this template and made it available for our community because I think vision setting is so important to making sure that we stay on track with the things that we want to get done in our community. For me, I know without a vision, I would be completely completely lost in the sauce on my reservation. And I think that these strategies that have been instrumental in business actually can be tailored to a tribal mindset that will help you kind of formulate ideas on how to work with your colleagues and with your community to create momentum to to get these goals achieved. So for me, 
I do quarterly visions not only for my team, but I also do them for um, for our major project areas, like our infrastructure projects, our climate action projects, our diversion projects, our criminal justice projects, all of that so that we can kind of stay in line with messaging because if you don't know the message, then you can't teach that message or introduce those messages into your community. And your community is going to look at you like you're crazy when you're like, I'm trying to make things better on the res. It doesn't really happen that way. You need to be strategic and you need to really understand what it is you're trying to do and if it will, you know, um, do the things that you want it to do when you introduce it to your community. So um, for me, I've done quarterly reflections across the board and I really attribute my success largely to quarterly reflections because it does give the flexibility to pivot and pivoting in tribal business is key if you want to um, be able to remain successful. So um, I'm going to go ahead and walk through our quarterly reflection for uh, ResKid Turn Professional, which I did in our last episode, and it's been about 90 days since our last episode. It's the end of the quarter now, and we're going to talk about our hits and misses. So here we go. What did we hit and what did we miss in the last 90 days? And to reference back to JFK, I mean, if we're not learning, we're not leading. So I'm going to go over some of my quarterly lessons. Um, if you can kind of get a refresher, the quarterly reflection template, the guide talks about our priorities, the things we want to accomplish. Um, I have three areas for tribal reclamation and resident tour professional. That's our Instagram, our newsletter, and our podcast things I wanted to try and things I wanted to improve. Now, all of these can be tailored. I also give a in-depth kind of guide or how to, how to use a template. All of that's available in the download package itself. So you can go to reskidturnprofessional.com, download it, um, look through the instructions and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm going to walk through it right here. So for my Q1 priorities, I wanted to create awareness. And when I looked back at this reflection, I'll probably post this on my Instagram because it's all written up, like my review is all written up and kind of crossed out, yes or no. But in terms of awareness, yes, we were able to achieve that because we increased in followers. And not only did we increase in followers, um, we increased um, pretty heavily from the time that this quarterly reflection was introduced. So um, for Res Kid Turn Professional, we started kind of in the late spring, and then during the summer, we were getting our systems in place. By the time our first episode hit, we were finally able to kind of put down actual goals that we wanted to achieve. And in that last like two and a half months, the last 90 days, we doubled our growth. So for awareness, more people are definitely aware of us. The next priority we had was to finalize systems. And how did we do? We kind of did it. In terms of systems for our email automation, getting an email service provider, making sure that we have um, everything necessary to actually have an episode of ResKit Turn Professional, being on Spotify and Anchor, all of those things were done. But kind of because in the next quarter, we're hoping to expand more to Apple and other platforms so that more availability and access can be out there for at least our podcast and then also finalize systems for um, 
continual automation. So like a welcome series for all of our new community members. I want to be more consistent um, with being able to rely on the systems and not have to double check them and triple check them um, to make sure that they're going through. And then the third priority area was to draft some standard operating procedures. I draft SOPs for everything. I mean, this is, I'm a strategist. It helps me guide my plans. And this is how we knock out a lot of our big goals. This is how I've been able to grow things in such short period of times or be been able to, unfortunately, in my case, clean up a lot of stuff in short, short periods of times because we have protocols, because we have steps, because we have methods. It's all a science. And so that's what I wanted to do with ResKit Turn Professional as well. But I did find that we're not yet ready. And so I'm taking this off the priority list right now. It's definitely going on to the something I want to accomplish list in the near future. But this is so new that we're still kind of monitoring the behavior of how this is moving um, and, and the actions that is produced from it so that we have a better idea when we need to sit down for drafting some SOPs of where we need to go so we're in alignment with our overall purpose and not just out there <laughs> in space trying to do something that we don't need to do. And then finally for our priorities, um, in terms of like finalizing systems, uh, I want to move forward to doing the emails to community insiders. So as of now, um, we do have a list that is growing of community insiders who've downloaded the vision template, who also um, uh, been to the website, downloaded the newsletter, is engaging and interacting with all of our stuff online. And so for me, I want to make sure that we get emails out to our community insiders. And I want to do one email per week. So <laughs> if I'm getting a little spammy, definitely, you know, let me know on the gram. Be like, hey, Ash, like slow down. You're invading my inbox. But I'm definitely sending those emails emails out to all of our community insiders because the whole purpose in establishing this platform was to connect with other tribal nation builders so that they know that there are people out here doing this work so they don't feel so isolated when they're doing it themselves in their organizations, in their law firms, in their environmental units, and in, in their advocacy work. Just know that there are other people who are working towards assembling goals, assembling structures, getting organizations on track and while there may not be a lot of them in your area or on your res or in your urban Indian community we're definitely out and about and hopefully the internet can bring us together that's the that's the goal of res kid turn professional so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next quadrant, which is something I want to accomplish. And the first one was email newsletter. And I put a yes because we accomplished our email newsletter. We um, automated it. So that's been awesome. And then consistent execution and coordination of content strategy. And I put like a kind of next to it and it needs to be more specific. Um, content, what content am I talking about? Is it for Instagram? Then yes, I'm there every day in the stories, commenting on people's, you know, pages, like responding to DMs. I'm definitely there. For our podcast, no. <laughs> but there has been a lot of back-end work. And what I've noticed is that 
um, for this upcoming 2022 year, we're going to be able to do a lot more. Like I talked about, you know, reaching 10 episodes by the first year anniversary of Tribal Reclamation and 25 episodes by our first year on this podcast. That's going to be accomplished because of all of the back-end work we accomplished this quarter by getting automation set in place, making sure we have the right technology, making sure we have the right licensure to be able to publish, making sure we have the support we need to be able to edit. And so I'm very excited that for the new year, we were able to kind of wrap all of those back-end pieces up so that we could focus on what I wanted to focus on was just to have a consistent execution of content for you, our listeners. And so if we go to our next three quadrants, our Instagram, our newsletter, and our podcast, for our Instagram, we wanted our our nation building relatives to feel informed, to feel confident, to feel lifted, consistent, and we want it to be authentic, right? And so what we found by listing these priorities is that these are inherently our values for our Instagram and will for the next year be kind of our charging orders for all of the content that we put out. Over this last quarter, you know, we tested different kinds of posting schedules, posting in the morning, posting in the afternoon, posting in the evening, and we kind of found a cadence that works best for us. And so when I looked at, you know, being authentic and consistent, um, We wanted to make sure that those messages help tribal nation builders feel informed, feel confident, and feel lifted. And, you know, maybe instead of informed, we wanted to make sure prepared is a better better word. And you're probably like, Ashley, that's just semantics. But no, words have meaning, meaning has power. And what I say by being prepared is because when we were highlighting kind of our series on entrepreneurship or even the different guest talks I did for um, business leaders in Indian country or um, government leaders at the Reservation Economic Summit, one of the things that I kept hearing over and over again is, how do we do this? We can't do this. And I noticed that there's a lack of confidence in our ability to be able to achieve great things. When you look at Indian tribes alone, our history shows that we've had group have been able to achieve survival. And that's amazing. And not only that, we've been able to, you know, be one of the foremost groups to have such growth and acceleration in um, growing wealth and resources for our communities, or also in maintaining biodiversity of our cultural landscapes. 80% of the biodiversity, for instance, is protected by indigenous peoples. So, I mean, when we think about whether or not we can achieve things in business, that should be like piece of cake stuff. What I found was that people didn't feel like that that was possible. And so I want to be more specific about preparation and then instead of information, because if we're going to be real, there's so many trainings, there's so many strategies, there's so many consultants out here trying to help Native American communities or being part of Native American communities or setting up programs or providing resources. And one of the things that we see is that they keep happening over and over again, not to take anything away from those folks and the hard work that they're doing. But I think it might be that we're missing the point. 
we can't have all the information in the world and no examples of action. And so I want to make sure that when I speak with entrepreneurs or business leaders or government leaders or tribal leaders, that they understand the necessity of preparation and the necessity of confidence in our communities and how that can, you know, the lack of it can hinder our ability to even just start. And that's kind of the most important thing, like start when you're not even ready, right? Um, so I want to talk more about the necessity of positive tribal mindsets to be able to create inertia needed to get these impacts. Because without those positive tribal mindsets and without pushing or having people feel prepared and confident, then we're not really going to be moving the needle in the ways that we want to move it. So instead of informed, I'm not going to spend too much time and I don't want to spend or waste time on stuff that you can just Google for free. <laughs> I'm definitely going to make sure that our infographics are um continue to stay educational and informational for people who are managers or leaders within Indian country. But in terms of what's going down, what I found was that those things didn't really inspire me to generate more content. So I definitely want to spend time that help people feel prepared and confident to take action instead of just informing them what's going on in Indian country. I feel like we have a lot of folks who are doing a really good job of visibility and creating more information about what's happening at a national level, at a tribal level. But, you know, for me, I want to get into the nitty gritty for implementers who are really trying to make waves in their tribal communities or in broader communities that help Native communities feel resourced and helped. So if I want to do that, and this is where you guys come in as accountability partners for me, <laughs> then I must post three times a day this quarter. That's 270 pieces of content for our community or approximately 20 pieces of content per week. That is the goal for this quarter. I think that it makes the most sense in doing kind of the research this past quarter. And so we are going to work very hard to try to do that. And hopefully when it comes time, when March swings around here and it comes time for our first anniversary, we'll have some exciting news. But 270 is definitely the number. <laughs> Okay, if I go into our next box, our newsletter, um, at the beginning of this quarter, I talked about wanting it to be useful, trusted, and realistic. And I did hear responses from some of the people who downloaded the newsletter. They definitely enjoyed or have implemented some of the tips that we put in, and especially in terms of making sure to make the most out of meeting times, how to um, set meeting times with your team how to get your team involved, and how to kind of set boundaries so that, um, you know, if you've ever coordinated or ran a meeting with a large group of people, you know that after the meeting, you definitely have those kind of um, people who stay around after and throw you with, throw you for a loop with some of their questions. And so we gave them some strategies in our newsletter to help um, kind of corral that a bit. So 
thank you for the feedback on those tips. I'm so happy that they've been helpful to you um, this quarter. And I'm so excited when I hear the um, positive outcomes in your community or with your teams or with your department. So thank you for being part of Reclamation. For our newsletter, we've decided that it's going to be a seasonal newsletter for this um, for this this first year and so we put out one in the fall we're going to put out one we're going to release one that's focused on goal setting and vision and mood boarding in january which will be our winter edition we have one scheduled for the spring and for the summer and so we're very excited for where our newsletter is we're um, editing some of the articles right now and that will be available um right at the beginning of the new year. So something exciting for our newsletter. Now for the last quadrant in this area, our podcasts, and we wanted it to be impactful, inspired, and we wanted our strategies that we explored to be able to be tailored and replicated. And so for impactful, not yet. I mean, we only had one episode. And we definitely had a schedule put together for a number of episodes this quarter. Unfortunately, like what I had talked about a little bit earlier, we had a lot of back-end work that needed to be done so that we could get our podcast up and running in a way where we can be consistent with it. I didn't realize how much went into the back-end of the podcast, and so this quarter was focused a lot on getting our ducks in a row. So hopefully by the end of next quarter, we can kind of start to try to see where would be the best way to measure impact. Um, In terms of inspired, I'm so grateful for everyone who um, took a piece of what we talked about in our first inaugural episode and um, told me that it lifted their spirits and kind of gave them inspiration to um, continue in their work. I think tribal nation building is one of the hardest jobs that you could have outside of working for your people. And so I do both. I'm a tribal nation builder and I work for my people. (laughs) So I must just like, you know, (laughs) just to be in the mix, but I definitely understand how isolating it can feel. And so I was very happy to hear that people felt inspired and felt connected. So thank you for that. Hearing those stories really helped me kind of keep moving in terms of like investing in the back end stuff, because let me tell you that digital back end is no joke. (laughs) Putting it together, getting it on board and and making sure you're ready to do um, a podcast in a consistent way is definitely a task in and of itself. Um, For us, you know, for the strategies, um, that, you know, making sure that people can tailor them and replicate them. Yes, like during our quarter, we, de- we you know, I tailored the free vision guide for tribal nation builders um, because a lot of folks had reached out after our inaugural episode and um, let me know that it was helpful to see that other people were setting visions and wanted to know how you know, how I did it. And so that guide is available on our website at reskidturnprofessional.com. For this quarter, like I said, in the upcoming quarter, we're hoping our goal is to complete 
10 episodes. Um, at the end of this episode, we'll only have eight more to go um, to uh, get to our one-year anniversary for tribal reclamation. And we're so excited with the lineup that we have. Like I said, we have a couple of tribal game changers, what we're calling them. Um, in January, we'll talking, we'll be talking a lot about vision, strategy, priority, prioritizing mood boards, all of those things that'll help you get ready in the new year. In February, we're going to focus on habits and habits you can include in your daily life or daily routine to help you be a better leader. And then in March, that's going to be our anniversary month. And we're going to be focusing on fun stuff like res wishes and what we would do if we had the power to empower Indian country. Like, so I'm very excited for March. So please stay with us while we kind of continue on to this journey. And while we didn't hit our goal for the first quarter of getting through kind of four um, episodes that we had planned, I'm very happy that we were able to put down, put in the work to make sure that the back end is functioning so that we can get episodes out on time and be in a good way to hit the ground running once 2022 comes. So in the next box or quadrant, we have things to try. And so at the beginning of this quarter, I talked about wanting to schedule reels and lives. I also wanted to, um, learn more about Pinterest and also personal investment, um, like kind of deep dive more into personal investment. And so what I found was that I did begin scheduling reels and lives for the reels. I will probably see more of it in 2022 because our reach has been phenomenal. I think one of our reels has like a little under a thousand views the reel for the quarter after um, posting this, our highest generated reel has a view of 8,000. And so I'm very excited that, you know, one of our reels actually went viral. It was such a cool feeling. Um, in terms of Pinterest, didn't even pay attention to it. Like I said, I was focused on the back end of the podcast. And then for personal investment, I did lean deeper into that because I have been focused on um, establishing a plan for FIRE. If you haven't heard about that or read about that, please stay tuned in January because we're going to deep dive into um, personal finance for positive tribal mindset growth strategies. Um, I've been, and I'll just kind of be very clear about this, I've been investing in any way that I can since my kind of mid to late 20s so that I could be in a better way. And it is so important. If you are a young investor, even, you know, older in age, it's always good to kind of look into the opportunities you have because time is key. So if you invested, you know, a little when you're younger, then time is definitely on your side and that thing will snowball and grow. So I'm going to be deep diving that into, um, into a little bit more of our content over the course, probably not of this quarter, but the next quarter. We'll see how things go, but personal investment was definitely a hit. One of the things that, and I'll just put this out there, um, 
one of the things that I wanted to try was Facebook. We will be establishing a Facebook community soon. I do have a couple of major events coming up in January, so it might not be till February or March or later in the quarter, um, but definitely understand the power of Facebook. But I want to do it in a way where it's actually going to be useful because I did notice that other Facebook groups, um, you know, they post the same thing that um, they do on Instagram or they circulate the same news that's going around Indian country. And I want ours, like I said before, to, to feel authentic and to feel, you know, substantial. So still thinking through the Facebook strategy, but definitely something to be on the lookout. And then finally, when I look at things to improve, one, our number one was consistency and our number two was schedule blocking. So consistency, we definitely did that this quarter. And I'm so proud that we did because for our social media, we now have over 550 followers on our Instagram, which is crazy to me because I like one of my favorite restaurants in Las Vegas the capacity there is like 300 so if I were to invite every Instagram follower to you know something you know in Vegas or what have you like I would definitely take you to this restaurant but we wouldn't even be able to go there because we have more followers than the capacity and so I'm so excited that that happened and I wanted to thank you for being part of the tribal reclamation rescue turn professional community because I just know in my spirit that we're going to grow into big and to to big things and so I'm so excited for the upcoming year. So I've gone through all of the quadrants for our um, vision guide for tribal nation builders this quarter. Um, this is everything that we set out to accomplish, what we hit, what we missed. Definitely a few things that we need to circle back to the drawing board on, and I'm excited to do that um, early next year. We're, like I said, we're wrapping up the holiday season. I hope you guys took time to rest and um, spend time with your family or loved ones or friends to make sure that um, they know that you're here for them and they're here for you, especially after this pandemic. Um, this template is free for our community. I've tailored the free download on the website so it can be used by someone with their personal goals. Um, in my work, I have other versions for managers and leaders. If you're interested in learning more about that, then definitely find me on the gram at Tribal Reclamation and let me know. That's all I have for this episode of Res Kid Turned Professional, A Leader's Need to Reflect. I hope you and your loved ones have a safe and happy new year. Don't forget to catch our next episode as we will be focusing on goal setting and conquering limiting beliefs so you can go out and achieve all of your goals for the new year. Thank you for listening to episode two of Res Kid Turn Professional, a leader's need to self-reflect. By the way, are you loving our vibe and want to help our community grow? Then please share this podcast with one of your friends. And if you're listening on Apple, please consider posting a review to help get our voice to other parts of Indian country more quickly. Until next time, fam, handle it.